beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out in the top 25 because we still hungry and when we hungry we eat Ready? Okay. Welcome, welcome. To the, to the, to the. Fire, fire. And ice, ice. Pack, pack pot. Jesus. <laughs> that was Kent's idea. We're shouts, gonna... shouts to Will Ferrell there. Oh, that was a Will Ferrell deal. Uh, we decided to do that one as uh, NC State cheerleaders cheering on this squad against Florida State this weekend. We got to bring it. That's to you cheerleaders. I know you're listening. Uh... Hey, this is a podcast. It's the Fire and Ice Pack podcast. We talk about NC State and other shit, and we hope you like it. Hi, Kent. What's up, bro? How are you? Will? <laughs> uh, I'm doing great, man. I, uh, I'm not under the weather like you are. I have, yeah. a, I have a weird thing where I just choose not to wash my hands literally ever, and I've built up this weird block of germs and I, I just don't get sick anymore so That's one day it's, one day it's all gonna hit me and I'm just gonna get liver cancer and everybody's gonna cry but as of now I'm feeling good I'm proud of you thanks yeah I, so you don't I, shower I don't wash my hands I mean yeah. it's pretty much the same deal yeah. so uh feeling good yeah I'm feeling great man we came off of uh we had a win this weekend we did it, I, I'm feeling a little more confident than we had last well, I'm not even saying I don't feel more confident, but we'll 100% get into that. We have a podcast that you're listening to, and we're on social media. Ever heard of it? Yeah, we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram. At yeah. Fire Ice Pack Pod. At Fire Ice Pack Pod. Hot content this week. Hot content this week. We're amassing followers by the threes every week. We're up about three followers a week, and we appreciate the new ones that follow us. We would love for you to subscribe to us. That's our second favorite thing for us to do. Subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, we're probably still not on, but <laughs> holler at us on Stitcher. That require too much info. <laughs> and throw us a review. We've got about 21 reviews, so all 21 of you actually put out a review. Kent was probably one of those 21. Gave I, didn't, us a, I didn't write one. We're averaging a five-star rating, which is a lot more than a lot of packed podcasts and say... <laughs> The sample sizes are probably a little smaller, yeah. but it's okay. We, we appreciate the five stars. And uh, number one thing we want that we're starting to ask for is just engage with us. We're, we're, we want to start conversations mostly on Twitter and, you know, holler at us on Instagram for our, our new content that Ken is really excelling and putting it out. Ken, I, I do have to give you, this is not sarcastic at all. You're, you're starting to get really good at the video editing and I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving what you're putting down. Yeah, I just wish that that video that we tried to make at halftime would have worked out. But yeah, <laughs> my brother, happened? my brother, like, so for the quick story before we get to the next part is, I know everybody's heard of the Bills Mafia. So I got Will on a table off the top of my truck, and my brother had it on picture mode instead of video mode. And oh, so, I thought he took video. No, Jackson, you're eliminated, so, man. You're canceled. Yeah, so we were, yeah, we had a good he build. Took the bump for no reason. Yeah, we had a good state mafia tweet. My back is still hurting a little bit. There's a chiropractor somewhere in Raleigh that's gonna love my business pretty soon. Yeah. So uh, I'll yeah. get that picture from my brother and get him to uh, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll repost at least a picture. Yeah. I did take a giant macho man, ooh yeah, elbow drop on the table. It definitely broke it broke Kent's tailgate table. So yeah. um let's get to everyone's fourth favorite segment. What we drinking? Kent. Me first? Always you first, brother. Alright, so I got the dogfish head sixty minute IPA. Um I got the I, I, I got this because I saw the 60 minute and we have not played for 60 minutes <laughs> all year long. Man. I like that. I thought you were going to say that we were going to record for more than 60 minutes, but that, that's no, better. Uh, it's usually the, the, the pack shows up and plays for a half, a quarter. Um, but 60 minutes is just not it's not in our vocabulary right now. Um, so here's the hoping that we get to 60 minutes. But it's a really good beer. It's uh, it's from um, Milton D.E. Uh, Denver? No. No, yeah, yeah. D.E.'s Denver. No, 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 no. Denver's a city. Denver's not a state. <laughs> Shit. All right, uh, man. No, We're going to get these abbreviations at some point. Yeah, we missed one last week, too. Missouri was uh, not M.I. or M.Z. <laughs> or M.Z. <laughs> I think it was M.O.? Sure, yeah. 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 We got corrected and in, inflamed on Twitter. That's uh, okay, though. But it was cool. We like getting... Looks yeah. like we want to get. We want to engage with you guys. Yeah, so. roast us if you hear something we said is stupid, which is... Mostly on lot. my side, yeah. but that's okay. So... What do you got? By, by the way, I know Timber's not a state. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got... Is it? Uh, I've got... It's from R&D Brewing. I'm guessing that's Raleigh and Durham because it comes straight out of... Capitol Boulevard in Raleigh, 27603 shouts. That was me opening a beer. It's pretty cool. It's called Seven Saturdays, and I thought this was really appropriate. Shouts to the food line with a mix of six-pack. So uh, we have seven Saturdays left. Kent informed me that we had eight Saturdays left. No, we have eight games left. Okay. Let's just pretend we, there are eight Saturdays. I understand, we have, I understand we have a Thursday night game okay. against Q's coming We up. actually have two Thursday night games. And another one against Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. But if we were to have, let's just say seven Saturdays left. So we have those six Saturdays, and maybe we get a Saturday bowl game? There it is. Maybe or, that's that bowl game. More or, of my thing. Or it's the ACC title game. In <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be there. See you guys there. <laughs> we'll get press passes for that. No, I was more on the, Saturday, on the seven Saturdays because if we have eight games left, let's just say seven games left. We have I, don't count, I don't count the Clemson game. Oh, so we have okay. seven games to prove ourselves and to at least get to Kent's expectation of seven and five, which nine, I, I was nine and three. No, we're shouldn't say we're updating your expectations. Well, we can do that later. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool because I, I well I thought we had seven games left, but we have eight. But I don't count the Clemson game because we're going to get uh, our house painted by them, whatever that means. I just made that up. That means, Why yeah. are they painting our house? Yeah, but uh, first taste test is an IPA. Six point two percent, not to brag. How is it? Wow, that's hoppy. <laughs> Bitter beer face. Whew. Okay. Well, moving on. <laughs> that was fun. I want like n- negative two more sips of this beer. Oh dear. So, let's get to uh, everyone's third favorite segment. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie. Oh, nothing but the best. Oh, kid. We're in the Ketchup Factory again. Yeah. Uh, ketchup Factory is where we go and talk about things that aren't NC State game related. It could be former NC State players. It could be Kent's excursions downtown Raleigh. 
And it could be TV shows or movies we just want to talk about. And you're going to listen because you love us. So, Kent, <laughs> speaking of that, you had a little uh, excursion for a birth. Was it a birthday gift for you? Yeah, it was a birthday gift. Cool. Tell me about it. <clears throat> uh, it sounded wife, cool. It was, it was really cool. My wife and I went to the 101.5 Savior, the Triangle event last Wednesday night. Savior the Triangle? Savor. Oh, like you wrote eat. Savior the Triangle. I thought it was a religious theme. No, no. Savor the <laughs> okay. Triangle. And I did spell Savor right, FYI, in the rundown. So <laughs> you just can't read either. Um, so anyway, it was like 25 local restaurants. You, they got, you got to pretty much eat. Dude, I literally ate for 90 minutes. It was awesome. But the big thing was, is you know, I was hoping to get in there with it being sponsored by 101.5 and you know, rub elbows with some of the folks from 99.9 The Fan and, and really just try to shoot my shot. Right. My I question, didn't see any of those guys there. <laughs> okay. My question to you was, A, did you ask for that as a birthday present so you could schmooze? And B, did you hand out business cards? Uh, the answer to both of those questions is no. I did not hand out business cards, nor did I. <laughs> Um, even I thought it was WRL, which is pretty much the same people anyway. But right, I didn't realize it was one hundred one point five until I got there. Gotcha. Yeah. So you didn't meet Bill Leslie? I don't. No, did not. Oh. I didn't meet anybody. Oh, you just, you just ate for ninety. <laughs> I just minutes. ate for ninety minutes. Did you shower ate, before you went? I showered that morning. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Now Saturday is another a whole other thing. I went to swim lessons. I went to a barbecue festival outside all day. And then went to the football game, and there was no showers in that. That sounds about right for yeah. you. Uh, so you still can't swim? Um, why couldn't I swim? Well, it was for my son. Oh! Asshole. <laughs> yeah, it was for my son. He's four. Oh, I got yeah. you, man. It, it's good to know, it, too. It's good to know that you can swim, <laughs> being that you grew up on a lake. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. That was that was pretty crucial in my, in my younger days. You know? yeah. The uh, that, that's, that sounds fun, man. It was I, awesome. I uh, the the other thing I want to touch on was a little bit of pack pros in the NFL. We we get some other coverage around uh, the media circle with this, but we keep touching on this. But Jacoby Brissett is better than Andrew Luck. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's out. He's he's playing really good right now, but I don't know if he's so two and one. Uh, the, their first game could have gone either way. That, that, that was kind of a, a last second charge by. I believe they lost to the Chargers. Don't quiz me on that. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, because they lost to Philip the first week. That's right. Um, you and I were were text talking a little bit about this, and you you brought up something, or I brought it up. It doesn't matter yeah. that he's doing this with a very mediocre to below average receiving core. Yeah, I mean, I think Jack Dole was like their second best receiver. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I guess if you're, I mean, does Ebron still ball? He balled with Andrew Luck like last year or whatever. But um, so I'm looking at I'm looking at receiving cores around the NFL and SB Nation, which you know, shouts to them. But they they have the Colts ranked 11th. But is that I, all on the strength of Hilton? I'm or guessing Hilton, whatever his name is. Yeah, Ty Ty on my fantasy team, three and up. But uh, but they have Devin Funches as their number two and Deion Kane from Miami. Glory is number three. How is that the eleventh rank? They're above the Lions, who have Marvin Jones, Kenny Dolla, Kenny Galladay, and Amendola. Anyway, their receivers are not good. Um, there's worse. There's worse. Like the Panthers? No, no. Uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are better than T.Y. Hilton and Devin Funches, former trash Panther. Um, 
I will say that there are <laughs> there are worse situations. Uh, the Redskins, Paul Richardson, Terry McLaurin, who actually is balling. Terry balling. Is balling he actually now. is balling, but name name where Trey Quinn and Robert Davis existed from. Uh, the Giants, Sterling Shepard, but they have Evan Ingram. But all of the Giants receivers are hurt, right? Yeah. Uh, and But, yeah, a lot of these they ranked. I mean, my, the Dolphins, Devontae Parker, Albert Wilson, Jakeem Grant, their top three, like, not ideal. But I, I guess we say this is that, like, he's doing that with not a lot of help. He's got Marlon Mack at running back, who's who's a, you know, solid back. But he doesn't have a standout other T.Y. Now, T.Y. is – Probably on the shelf for a couple weeks, so we'll see what Jacoby's really made of. They've got a, uh, a a pretty tough schedule going up on their next couple of games. But did you know I'm, Jacoby I'm, couldn't throw the deep ball at state for his first couple of weeks? Games, games, years, years, games, yeah. games. Is that a Matt McKay reference? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. So only other thing NFL related: uh, Bradley Chubb still zero sacks. Moving on. Uh, the other big news was out in California, though. Oh, was it at the Max? <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> right, man, at Bayside. Tell me what happens at – what's at Bayside? So that's from noted shows Saved by the Bill. Yeah, I, it's I coming sh- back. Coming back? Yeah, rebooting. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, it's the only the only thing that I'm really bummed about is Kelly Kapowski doesn't seem to be on it. Wait, Tiffany Amber's not committing to this? Not that I've heard. All I've heard right now is – A.C. Slater and Jesse Spano. Okay. So and Jesse's Mar- excited. Jesse's so excited. I'm so scared. Uh, Jesse's hell excited of this because she hasn't had a role since Showgirls. <laughs> Probably. If she's had one, no one's seen yeah. it. Um, so weird, what's the plot? Is, is it is it like Slater and Jesse are married? I'm, I I think uh, Jesse's like a guidance counselor at, at Bayside. And Zach who is the governor of California has just, has just made some sort of controversial uh, like ruling that shuts down a bunch of underperforming schools and then so all these random new students come into Bayside and that's kind of the only thing I've seen so far and I saw that he was not asked about being on the show yet <laughs> they just assigned him as the governor <laughs> yeah well Dude. I mean and maybe he's just like a figurehead like you don't see him you just hear about Zach Morris the controversial Governor of California, but if you think about it, like out of that show, Zach had the best career afterward. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, Dustin Diamond didn't have a great. <laughs> I mean, career he was afterward. on like Celebrity Deathmatch or something. <laughs> well, he was on Celebrity Boxing too. Like yeah, he fought like boxing. That's what I was he doing. fought like Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. Or <laughs> he was some on some VH1 show too. Like. I don't know. Oh yeah, he was. He was like some like back when VH1 did that like tear of reality shows yeah. that everybody was like chewing popcorn to. He was on something like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Zach said the best career, dude. All I gotta say is sign me up. Like, is Lisa Turk gonna be in there? That's short for turtle. I don't know, man. So, so I can guarantee you is if Mr. Belding's not dead, he's one hundred percent in. I'd imagine he's still the principal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You remember the the new class when he was? Did you ever watch the new class? I watched it all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that on anywhere streaming? It was. It was on. I think Hulu. Well, it's going to be on the new NBC app, who we are sponsored by now, uh, the Peacock streaming network. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get the residual for that. No, I, I haven't either. They're still we're still waiting. I'm going to cut that check. Hashtag Rasheed Wallace on that one. 
But that's that's the end of the catch up segment, guys. Uh, well, that's I guess much... we got to go on to Ball State, huh? Oh, we're talking about that game. Yeah. <sighs> Before we get to the game, let's talk about the the tailgate. Tailgate. <laughs> the atmosphere. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I, I couldn't get off work until... What time did I tell you I got off work? I don't know. I saw you probably at like 6. Oh, six, I got off at 5.30. Commuted to home and commuted to the game in an Uber. And got to see you about 6.30. Met yeah. you up at your tailgate. We had a good time. But on the way, you were... Uh, while I was sipping on a uh, giant mixed drink in a Polar Pop cup that you get from like the Circle K, uh, you said that the 7 o'clock tailgates... Where they, they, you told me they just hit different. Yeah, I mean, it's just a whole other atmosphere out there. You have time to, like, get set up and do some real food cooking out there and not eating Bojangles, which I love, but <laughs> shouts to Bojangles for the day ones. But um, it's, it's just different, man. We were able to get out there, get, get the grill going, fire up some burgers, some brats. It was, it was awesome, man. I was out there throwing freaking rockets. Um, yeah, if you follow us on Instagram, Kent was balling yeah. out of control. Slants, deep balls, you name it. Yeah, I was trashing him because he was throwing those Matt McKay seven yarders, and then all of a sudden he posts one where he just goes deep. I mean, like over cars, Matt McKay deep. We're talking like twenty-two yards, and I couldn't believe it. Like, this Instagram gold. The guy's a content machine. Yeah, you got a you got a nice spiral on your ball. Yeah. I can I, I can sling the old pig skin around there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can throw it over that daggone. Uh, I I think from our parking spot, I could probably hit the scoreboard if I really tried. Yeah, I'm picturing throw this football over the mountains over there. <laughs> You're um, <laughs> you've got something in the show notes that I have no idea what it means. Is it it what's passed out? Now? Oh, like that was that was after we got into the game. Um, just some of the stuff I saw around. There was a man. Yeah, we had some we had some sights and sounds at yeah. the game. There was a man who was literally passed out in the stands. Like, was he hunched forward? Was that lunch? L- yeah. Hunched forward, like not lunched forward, but hunched. Hunched. Yeah, he was out, man. <laughs> he was out. And then there was this girl that sat in front of us, and she um, broke up with her boyfriend on Snapchat. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I was standing directly behind this girl. She was all of nineteen. I don't know, but it's. Uh, well, I think she's in college. Okay, so nineteen. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and Kent had a great view of her phone. And Kent, instead of watching the game, he just got obsessed with watching this girl's phone and her Snapchat. Escapades. Well, she broke up with her boyfriend, and then she's like texting like four or five other guys at the same time. It's classic. I'm man. just laughing. Oh, it was too funny. And um, uh, you, you got oh, I. Uh, we did get Old Tuffy's at the game. Shout out to our old sponsor, Old Tuffy. We uh, we have a new sponsor, which we'll introduce later. But uh, Kent was just pounding Old Tuffy's like you couldn't believe. Like he had to drive. I was like, dude, scale it back, bro. Like you, you have to drive. And, that was uh, pretty responsible for a seven. <laughs> you were actually very responsible. And uh, he was straight throwing cans in the trash, and I had to call him out because he's no, not a, that's not what happened. Will. He's not a recycle boy. No, we just don't I, care about our earth, man. I was just messing. You don't with, care about I was just messing the with initiative. the volunteers up there because there's like four trash cans, and they all have different things like landfill, recycle, da 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 da. And I was like, does this go in here? Just just so they'd have something to do. Because, I mean, I'm sure they're bored because everybody can read where they're supposed to throw their trash. Yeah, but as you were throwing away, you literally told me, I hate the earth. No, and... I did not. You, you didn't even walk with me there. <laughs> and um, I was like, dude, the earth is cool. Yeah, like, you need yeah. to save the planet. Yeah. That, so that ain't not, it, Chief. <laughs> that definitely ain't, Chief. 
ain't it, Chief? So um, the other the other part of the game is we, we got in our stands and uh, in the seats and we're watching the game. Then we decided we need to go to our new spot. We have a new spot in the stadium that we talked about last week. Yeah. That is uh, oh two weeks ago. That it's the two hundred levels. If you're thinking about the PNC Center, that is yeah. where you can kind of stand up. There's the disabled seating right there where we we have a couple seats. And uh, so we kind of stood there for the rest of the it was game. All, it's, it's That's my favorite great, seat. Yeah, it's such a great little spot. I mean, you can just like walk out to the concession stand. No one's screwing with you. No one's in front of you. The best part about it is you don't have to worry about people telling you you need to sit down. Exactly. Because there's Cause, no seats. Because there's no seats. Although I did see some people leaning against the brick wall pretty drunk. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, we, we, we kind of stood out there for the rest of the game and, and enjoyed it. We were trying to get some photo ops off and uh, – if you've seen our logo, which you have seen if you've ever listened to the show, yeah. we were trying to get a, <laughs> a real-life photo op that matched that. And uh, so we asked the guy beside us that's kind of chirping all games, like, hey, man, get us a pick or whatever. And he, uh, he, took, <laughs> not very good. he took my He's camera. Not very good at taking and uh, that guy should never take a picture from a camera phone again. <laughs> camera phone? <laughs> so uh, those were terrible. Is it a flip phone? <laughs> yeah. So... Finally, I was like, Kent, dude, we've got to find uh, a girl that walks by because they're going to know how to use this portrait mode and get us a good picture. And uh, we got a girl to walk by, finally flagged her down, and she took even worse pictures. <laughs> so, to uh, be fair, we didn't post any grams or uh, pictures on Twitter from that because uh, we, we didn't get much good feedback or much good content. So, did those. you? what did you think about the actual crowd? Not too blacked out. Nah. Other than that guy in the stands, <laughs> <laughs> he was—he took it literal. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, screw the pass outs, screw, screw the blackout. <laughs> I'm going blackout mode, baby. So yeah, um, you know, I think everyone on Twitter and other podcasts have, have probably preached on this the most that we can't seem to coordinate something like that. We can't seem to coordinate or communicate something that the fans can all follow. It's not a it's not a thing where obviously they're saying this whole whatever is it, the red out that's on the ticket in a few weeks or something yeah. like that. There's a white out. White out, I'm Syracuse. sorry. White yeah. out against Syracuse. Um <laughs> spoiler alert, it won't go well either. Well, even thing, if it's on the ticket. Well part of the problem I think is that once everybody leaves at halftime and you have all these red seat backs coming through. Yep. I mean that kind of distorts it. That'll distort problem. the hell out of it. But yeah, I mean we I don't, we're just not we're just not ready for that unless like I, I saw a lot of people say you just need to buy shirts for everybody and I mean I'd be down for a free t-shirt yeah I, I mean money you, you, think of, you think of like a think of like an NBA game so an NBA game is an NBA playoff game that you're seeing and every shirt is or every I'm sorry every seat is draped with a shirt when right. you get there you're throwing on that tee baby because well, I mean, everybody else is you wearing you saw it. how good West Virginia looked hell yeah I mean, with that yellow the I mean, whole stadium was yellow yeah. Oh, good. So my question to you is: screw the blackouts, all that. So what, what kind of traditions can we implement? Because we have nothing. We have a trash entrance, in my yeah, opinion. Seven Nations Army that everybody else does as well. Dude, please, can we please retire Seven Nation Army from every sporting event ever? That, yeah. that song was in like. Somebody's gonna correct me, but that's almost correct, like two thousand and three, two thousand four. Well, like, at least stop it. That intro is still better than when we used to walk down from the Murphy Center <laughs> through the stands. Like, what in the world do you think? Can't can't send me a really good YouTube when we played App State. This is in like two thousand and six, two thousand and six ish, 
And uh, we're all walking down from <laughs> the Murphy Center. And it looks like we're getting walked to, like... <laughs> The gas chambers, like it's, like it's the, so it's like slow. The cop came up because you were trying to sneak a mini bottle up. Exactly, <laughs> trying to walk you out. So, oh man, that was terrible. So I don't know, man. It like, took him like fifteen. Minutes why don't we have? <laughs> I didn't bring this up in the running. Like, why don't we have like a? I just envy like schools like Texas. I mean, well, Texas. Even, I mean, no, 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 te- no. Texas has great traditions. Other than you know, they like the tower. We kind of ripped that from them, but. uh like, why can't we have, like, a Matthew McConaughey that's at our football games? Who I don't, cares about that? No, it's dope. Like, why yeah, can't but we that just... is cool. But, I mean, it's, like, it's also other traditions. Like, we went to – we watched West Virginia, and did you see the, when our band played Sweet Caroline? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Like, why why can't that be – they, they literally cannot have their band play that at their games anymore because they say <laughs> – F U Pit. F U Pit. Yes. So why can't we have things like that? Like why can't we have nice things as far well, as? Do you have any good going? ideas for like something to? I mean, we can start the tradition. We all, can't. All so, two hundred of our listeners, we can we can make a pact. All right. So mine's a little off, and it may not be doable by our listeners. But so you've heard of service dogs, right? Yes. All right. So service dogs, you use them for service. Yeah, I got. That's that, why they're called service dogs. What do we had? Wait for it. Service wolves. <laughs> so we listen. So we train Shut these wolves up. to run out with the team. And I'm talking a whole pack of wolves. That's a wolf pack bit. I got it. So we have, I don't know, 40 to 45 wolves run out with the team. We can keep our same tunnel entrance, change the song to our theme song. The NWO Wolfpack song. <laughs> that at one point has been there before. It has. And change it back. And then have all these service wolves who are completely trained. They're not going to attack anybody, probably. I mean, there may be yeah, one yeah. stray. No, you need to have do them something all that's run out with us. realistic. Like, that's not realistic. I think you can train a wolf. No, we need to get something, like, super simple. We need a chant that's simple that anybody can do it. Because I think sometimes so, our chants So, really like, weird. more simple than... Red. Well, why? Yeah, but that's still like no one does that though. Yeah, but that's also like a cheerleader-driven chant. It needs to be something that's more organic. So like, like you know Daniel Bryan? I do. Well, you know he does one finger in each hand and he goes up and down. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, then let's do the yes chant at games. Yeah, but just go Wolfpack sign and pack, pack, pack. Pack, pack, we pack. We're both going. doing this yeah. cheer actually in person right it's, now. I mean, that would be that would be something. That's actually genius, and I, I'll do that next home game in Syracuse. Yeah, but we'd be the only two idiots doing it. That's fine, but we also have probably eighteen people that are at the game that listen to this that will do it with us. All right. Something else would be cool is just like, I mean, we need a good sing along. We do. We have zero of those. Yeah. I mean, they tried to get. They've tried uh, hungry like a wolf. Mm-hmm. They've tried. Uh, wagon wheel, but yep. they don't ever stick with anything. No, it's like we, we oh, let's give this a go. Uh, all right, well, six games in, let's actually just drop that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. We don't, yeah, it's it's sad because we can't like be like Iowa and like say wave to the children's hospital or anything. We don't like, have we just, that around us. We don't. We've got yeah. like we uh, could just wave at the Long Towers. We could wave at like Backyard Bistro. No, no, not gonna work. You just don't like Backyard Bistro. I do. It's great. I just don't watch it. I'm not going to watch another football or basketball game there because the last time we watched a that football game there. That place is super cursed. Yeah. It was so the yeah, James I, Winston game. 
Ugh. Ugh. I need a uh, I need a break from that place. But anyway, we had a game last week and we had a win. Yeah, thirty four twenty three. It was it was interesting. <laughs> it was something. Uh, can I just say this? I came out of that game more worried about us than I was worried about the West Virginia loss. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me why. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I think we, we both can get into this. and the uh, There are highlights, and honestly, there's a lot of lowlights. My main bullet point, it's not on the rundown, is, is I'm, I'm just starting to sour on this co-offensive coordinator thing. Yeah, I don't think they've gotten that figured out yet. I don't think they have. And I don't think they should. I mean, it's four games. I don't think they should before four games. But I also wonder why we – we're keeping these guys or one of the two to – because they're good recruiters. They're great recruiters. But do we – can we just not name one of them? Like, how does this co-OC work? That's what I want to get into with you. You and I haven't talked about this. Is that – how does a co-offensive coordinator position work? Is is one guy throwing out like, uh, yeah, let's actually do more RPOs with McKay. And they're just like, oh, no, let's keep it more conservative. Let's throw his six-yard outs and let, let's just hammer the ball up the middle. Like, What's the power dynamic between the two? That's a good question. I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I would imagine that based on kind of their background with the positions that they've coached mm-hmm. in, in the previous time, I'd imagine that maybe George McDonald's maybe does more with the passing game and maybe Dez works it's more, more with the, the running game, game which sure. obviously makes sense based on their position coaching history. History? I don't, I don't know, man. I really don't. I heard um, – I've heard a little bit more about that in the last week or so with uh, people were really starting to question um, some of the play calling. And I think that – what we've seen with the play calling, which is frustrating, is that there's times when our offense has looked like really, really good. And it then, clicks. Yeah, and then it just completely, like they can just, oh man, they can lay the worst egg, like the second half of that game. Yeah, so. like click, click, booms. Yeah, I think the uh, a, we completed two passes for 16 yards in the second half, which yeah. is just unbelievable. Not ideal. Nah. <laughs> I mean. McKay was one for eight for a yard in the second half. Yeah. I think uh, when we had our whole thing when we were watching, this, I was uh, – <laughs> we were standing up. I started to annoy the piss out of Kent. I just kept saying – I just kept saying the whole bit. I also do this at Louisville if uh, Evan or anyone else in that road trip was listening. I just kept saying – that ain't it, Chief, when Louisville would have terrible plays. But I would do that to us because I could not understand some of the play calls that were being run. And then I kept saying, what can't – I want to say, since I heard it maybe about 5,000 times on Saturday, <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. That truly ain't it. And we have a surprise for you guys, and we'll get back to you after the break, but we have a new spot. This is Truly. It's spiked sparkling water with 5% alcohol. Simple, refreshing, only 100 calories, and sure to result in stadium puke for college football everywhere. It's sparkling water, but way more fun. Perfect for those who don't want to remember game day. Truly. Truly refreshing, sold wherever white girls and Carter family can be found. And now, back to the show. That truly was it. (laughs) Anyway, Kent... 
tell me about the defense here in this game. It, it was Ball State coming in. Yeah, they were we, averaging like thirty-four points a game, three hundred and fifty yeah. yards. Uh, we we were kind of we kind of weary of their quarterback. So so how do we do defensively? Um, I thought it was uh, maybe a little struggle early. They got they jumped out to that. You know, they teams have really done a pretty good job with the scripted plays against us this year. They have. Um, so they they scored a touchdown early. Um, it looked like they had watched a little bit of the tape on uh, getting the right, uh, running backs on the edge, mm-hmm. uh, especially early, but the defense kind of clamped down on that. Overall, I was actually uh, somewhat encouraged by the defense. I thought that they had a nice bounce-back game. Um, overall, gave up 84 yards through the, on the ground, um, 333 yards passing, but that's on 57 attempts. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, I, mean I, I don't think you can really ask for too much more. Um, I think it, you know their their numbers are, are hurt somewhat by the fact that um, the pack can't hold on to the football in the second half. Um, we did not do a very good job, obviously, on offense in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, just running that defense out over and over again um, after we couldn't move the ball. So I mean, I thought that was a big yeah. I mean, players get piece. tired. <laughs> yeah, players get tired, especially since we've you know we're still a little bit. Um, Challenged by injury. Yeah. Uh, Nick McLeod's still out. Yeah, he he's uh, – this is the first time I kind of saw some video of him on the sidelines. And he didn't really look that good based on, like, the, the leg brace that he has on. In the yeah, I saw the same thing. At, at, oh, no, we were – I was we – were kind of, you and I were kind of watching Wolfpack 1 here right. on the TV beforehand. And uh, he looked, yeah, a, a little limited. So, I, I'm kind of worried about his status. Uh, is JSW any closer to getting back? Uh, yeah, he's supposed to play this week. Good, 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 good. We uh, need him. I meant to ask time. you that yeah. and not heard any kind of updates about that. Yeah, he's supposed to play. Um, you know, we also had the loss of Dylan Altherith, mm-hmm. Um for the season. For the season. R.I.P. Yeah, he's going to be out. Um, that's going to hurt uh, overall, but um, especially from a running game standpoint, which we, we've we shown in some times, just like in our past game, that the run game can, can go go silent as well. I think we've seen that now um, last week in the second half and then also in the second half of West Virginia where, um, you know, part of that is the fact that the offense is struggling to throw the ball down the field and you're getting eight, nine-man boxes. Yeah, I was going to say – Which we're going to see a lot of that uh, on Saturday. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to see – With some actual like – With actual athletes. Yeah. Not – Guys that go to Ball State, no, right. no offense to them, they, but they're just not the caliber of an athlete that you're going to see at Florida State University. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a heavy sprinkling of both, whereas, like, are these teams seeing McKay not in film and live shit, live game action not being able to make those throws and saying, hey, let's let, let's let their, him beat us with his arm? Well, yeah, I mean, I think any coach at this point in the game, you know, is going to see that the strength of our offense is our running backs. Absolutely, and which is which is what Dave Dorn wants. Yeah, but we've – and I think that they're going to try to make Matt McKay or whoever's playing quarterback beat them, mm-hmm. which is what, I mean, any good defensive coach would do after watching these four games of tape that we've got out on, on our offense right now. So, Offensively – We also got to see Hawkman. We did. I was going to get into that. Uh, first of all, a sports center top ten catch from – Oh, Mecca. That was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> totally bailed out McKay on that. But a little high, but Mecca is that much of an athlete to, to, get, to bring that down. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so Hockman comes in. We got the two field goals, and uh, 
the, the crowd is. They were pretty hyped for him. Super yeah. hyped for him. It was a, a, the loudest cheer I feel like we had heard all game because yeah. we'd only had a couple field goals from there. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin pop. It was. Yeah, it's like the glass broke and it was Stone Cold walking down the, yeah. the ramp there. But um, overall, a good drive from him. He had a, a, a great run. I'm not looking for him to run at all. Yeah, he had some speed too, but which was like, he did wow. have a little I was like, sneaky. Dude, that guy's fast. He had a little sneaky speed. He's like, yeah. is that guy white? Uh, and had a very unfortunate pick. Was not his fault at all. It's a, it's a bad bounce off a receiver's hands that just kind of flew up in the air. And um, my question to you is this, and, 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 and I'm not getting into a McKay rant because that's been beat like a dead horse way too many times at this point in the week or in the past two weeks, is that why does, why does that get him pulled well, for the rest of the entire game? We, we don't see it a little again. bit in the second half after it was pretty much over. Well, until the what fourth quarter when yeah. once we had that pick, yeah, after after Ingram's pick, um, well, Dave, according to Dave, that was the plan. Just to give him that one happened. series, no matter what series. happened, gotcha. that was the plan. But I think also, like to be fair, McKay when he came back in after that, he was dude, on fire. He looked like Brett Favre out there, just like slanging it on fire. Those two, those two sets of downs <laughs> that he had, and one was a passing TD, and one was a rushing TD. Um, no, I don't think he had a passing TD. Did he? I think he just had an interception. I think it was a rushing TD, and then a um, he had a rushing TD, and then uh, what's the guy's name that plays running back? Ricky Person had mm-hmm. a rushing TD. Oh yeah, Person did go in. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two series, he looked like a completely different guy. That's the yeah. guy that I want I mean, to see making, for all four quarters. He was making really good throws during that. I mean, putting some zip on the ball too. I was like, man, I I was impressed with. The velocity and the accuracy in that in those couple of drives, and then the third and fourth quarters happened. Then the third and fourth quarter happened. Yeah. Do you think that's a halftime adjustments or? I don't know, man. I just don't think that we haven't put together. So here's here's the positive, I guess, if you're a state fan, is that we have not put together a half of football, much less a game of of good football. So I mean, if we could ever figure out how to do that, which Actually, we have no indication that that's going to that's going to happen. Um, I, I, I think that we, I mean we have some potential there, but it just hadn't happened. We got we got bailed out by the special teams in the second half. We did. Shouts to our boy that we kind of always hype up on this podcast and who everybody hypes up is uh, Thayer Thomas. That punt return yeah. was. It was beautiful. Dope. Yeah, and he was. To aided. be fair, that punt was a straight bullet. The coverage could not get downfield, <laughs> so he just he just ran. And he found his route and just took and it. Tyler Baker Williams with the back body drop was just nasty. Absolutely, uh, that was IG and Twitter content. If you've seen it, um, we got up thirty-four to sixteen. I remember, and uh, I think it meant was it after? It was either after the um, the McKay touchdown after the block punt, maybe? Uh huh. And uh, the defense started to struggle again, and my man in the uh, stands is like. Wait till Clemson gets a hold of y'all. <laughs> like, Come on, man. Let, and, let, it's 34 to 16. Yeah, and actually They ultimately wait. bailed us out, too, with that pick at the end. Yeah, Ingram's pick was, to be fair, uh, Ball State was, bought, had a beautiful drive going on, and he threw it in the tight double coverage. And the, the, Actually, the throw looked good. I, I think he, if that had been a batted pass, I, I, I got a feeling they still score on that drive. But luckily, it kind of – Popped up out of nowhere, and Ingram was there for it. So, I think count our blessings on that one. But overall, man, we, we got to win. So we got to. 
the old adage is a W is a W is a W, and mm-hmm. here we are at three and one. But guess what? We're heading into ACC season. But before we get into FSU, which is this Saturday in Tallahassee, we got a little engagement on Twitter. So, Kent, what we got going on with the Twitter questions that you post? All right. So what we did this week is I gave. Four, five questions, and <laughs> was just curious to see if we get any responses. So we got a couple of responses, um, and it's and it's kind of like a reset. We're finished with the non-conference, about to move on to ACC play. And, it's a complete reset. This um, is a this is a brand new season right now. So I'm gonna ask you this, and and then we'll also look at uh, some of our, our, our Twitter followers' uh, overall take on this team through four games. What, what do you think? What do you say? Just quick little nervous, little, nervous. That's good. We had Andrew at We Hungry, We Eat, average as always. We had Tucker Blankenship. If the right coaching moves on offense are made, this team can win eight or nine games. It was encouraging from the defense on Saturday. Okay, Tucker. Um, And then we had Quentin C. Odom, who's at Odom underscore Quentin. This team has talent, and it's the coaches who need to step up in leading them. And I think that, yeah, I, I agree that the team is talented, it's young. Someone inexperienced, but I do think that like it's not all on them. I think that there's some things that our defensive, you know, coordinators could work on. Our offensive, I mean, I, I think that that's part of the game, though. I mean, we can't expect this team, considering what they lost, the to loss have of, it completely meshed after four games. Yeah, the losses were huge. I mean, I think Kent especially not, offensively. Yeah, I think Kent and I both got a, a little too geeked on this team after <laughs> the first few cupcakes that we ended up facing but now that we're facing actual competition it's things start getting exposed you're starting to see things that weren't there rise to the top of the water yeah and we've got to make we've got to we've got to have the coaching staff make the adjustments to you know put the people in the right positions to make plays i mean that's that's get the right guys in there get the right schemes in there make the adjustments that's what we've got to hope for, too. Because uh, I, I agree with uh, what they're saying is we do have a lot of talent. We can win eight or nine games this year still. I mean, part of that is due to the fact that the rest of the division and the conference is trash. But um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that gets us to the next question. You know, we both had uh, – or me, uh, you had us at eight wins overall. I did. I had us at nine wins overall. Mm-hmm. Um what do you think now, over or under four conference wins? Uh, what's our conference schedule? We've um, got Florida State. you got Florida State. Syracuse. Syracuse. At Wake. At Wake. This at is BC. not in any order. Yeah, at, at Wake, at BC. At BCC is at Blaine Community College. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina at home. Carolina at home. we got Clemson at home. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot we weren't counting that. We don't count that. Uh, at Georgia Tech. Uh, over under at three and a half? Four. Wanted to give people an option for pushing. Yeah, I'd push. Yeah, I think that's about right. I'd push, but I'd lean towards the under if I was like, hey, you had to bet. What's your what's your throw your mortgage on it? I'd yeah. I'd probably I'd probably go under. I I just don't know. I think defensively, <laughs> your boy Huxville and Gibson have a higher percentage chance of figuring out than what the offense will. I, I just don't know what we're going to do offensively for the rest of the year. We have a trio of running backs, and I'm not counting Trevor Penix, and I'm not counting Trent. 
Trent. It's Trevor. Correct me on that later. It's Trent. It actually is Trent. But uh, I'm not going to panic. But uh, we, we have running backs. If, if Bam is healthy, which you say yeah, he is. sounds like he's supposed to. He should be in line to play it. We have those guys that we should be able to lean on, which Dave Dorton wants to do. But we have talent on the outside. Thayer Thomas, Emeka, we, we carry is wasn't used as much last game as I expected, but yeah, you got you got Amari Hines and Keon Lasan. Hines, Hines that is not getting utilized even close as much as I want him to be utilized. Well, he, I mean, uh, wasn't he the one that Bailey Hopman threw the ball to that he didn't catch it and they intercepted it? Yeah, I mean, it hit him in the chest. But the uh, the biggest thing is just figure out this quarterback situation. I mean, we're either we're either gonna ride with one or. We're we're gonna keep swapping this thing out, but you get an ACC play, you you can't play roulette with your quarterbacks. Like you have to go and find one that can stabilize play, your they're offense. They're not playing roulette with quarterbacks. They're staying with. Did you see uh, Hockman's interview with the press today? No, I missed that. Was he talking about his uh, going back home to Florida State? No, I mean that he did talk about that a little bit. He said he's want to kind of talk to some of the guys there, and he missed some of the guys there, but. Um, it was more of a thing where he got questioned on the fact, it's like, hey, have you been told that you're going to get some series in this game? He says, I'm not at liberty to say that, but he said it kind of with a smile. So, I don't know. I, 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 my one, number one thing I'm looking forward to this Saturday, just like every state fan is, is like, what's going to happen in the quarterback position? Is Matthew McKay going to be who we're rolling through going forward? Or we're going to, or is Dave Dorn now say, oh, Bailey, you get two series in this game instead of the one that you got versus Ball State at home. We'll see. That was another question. Is like reasons for optimism was one of the things, and a lot of people pointed to that. So, like, Tucker Blankenship says um, we're pretty close if quarterback change happens. Um, Quentin Odom, optimistic if we play Hockman. So, I mean, I think a lot of people are, are, are optimistic about that, but – I just don't know that that's fair. You guys can point the finger at him. You you can talk about the vacation. And if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. Oh, man, I love that guy. <laughs> T.O., baby. Um, the other the other good question I had uh, was um, kind of getting into uh, the FSU favorite story or memory, and we'll kind of move on from here and, and get into that game. Um, favorite, on the Florida State. Yeah, on the Florida State. So, before we Let's start – Let's stop talking about Ball State and crying about the quarterback situation and the blackouts. Let's move on to the real season. Yeah. And so I'm going to read some some of the people's favorite Florida State memories. So we hungry at we hungry we eat, rushing the field in 02, regardless of if they threw the game or not. <laughs> Did you get on the field? Did you rush it? I was not rushing the field. I rushed game. the field for that game. That was a lot of fun. That was the year that we started eight and zero or whatever, yep. and then went on that slide. Yeah, mm-hmm. but finished the season with a win over Florida State. That was fun. Um, Tucker Blankenship, the 2010 Russell Wilson Bryan fourth and goal. That was is that the Christian Ponder game when he fumbled? Oh, yeah. I was there for that. Yeah, I was there. I had, that one too. I had ridiculously choice. I'm pretty seats. sure we sat 
for the ending, we were we did we saw we we stood up at the end. It was with yeah. the same handicap section. Yeah, sorry, that was the greatest. That was in twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, and nine years later, it still goes hard. Yeah, um, and then uh, Quentin Odom picked another good one. Was when State beats FSU in 20, 2012 at the end of the game. That's EJ that was Manuel. the Glennon one. That was the Glennon pass to against Easy Manual though. Yeah, right? yeah, was that the one with Jake Jams where the guys like that's where the fat guys on the pole so I think so. Switched, twisted his head around, yeah. like, twisted his t-shirt around like a helicopter. Yeah, it was either the twenty ten game or twenty twelve game where we got that. that I think it's twenty twelve. Yeah, so that that year, um, I was in Costa Rica with an NC State shirt on. You weren't there for that game? I no, I were. was there for the game. I was at the game, but oh. like like maybe in um, March of the next year. Or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, I was in Costa Rica, NC State shirt on. And there were some people that came up to me, and I was like, hey, you know, you're an uh, NC State fan. I was like, yeah, I went to school there, da da da, da. And uh, it was actually the fat guy's parents that were in Costa Rica. What? And it was right after he had done it, and he's like, my son was... <laughs> Are you kidding me? We need to find that guy's yeah. Twitter handle so we can add him on this yeah. podcast. That was pretty funny. But yeah, that was Speaking good. Speaking shouts a- to Ken about bragging and going to Costa Rica. Yeah, cool. it, was a, it was a good trip. <laughs> um, all right, so what else about Florida State we got? Florida State, we have a two-game winning streak against them. <laughs> We've yeah. won back-to-back, which we can't say a lot during Yeah, I think the only other tenure. time that I can remember it, and I'd have to go back and look because it may have happened between now and then, but 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. we went at Florida State. I think we were the first team to win at Florida State in the conference, and then we come back the next year. I remember that. Um, that was with uh, you know, the GOAT. Phil Riv? Yeah. Yeah, heard of him. Uh, two-game winning streak. So... My bullet point on this is uh, that I've got at the top of the rundown is your boy is worried about the horny guy, Alex Hornybrook, uh, came in and lit that offense on fire last week. He balled at Wisconsin. James why Black. He, why did he? Why did he transfer? Because it was just, he's a grad transfer. Yeah, but why did he transfer? Because Russell Wilson was playing there. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Um, I, that I, that I don't know why he transferred, but I know he's a better quarterback than James Blackman. I've never seen anything from James Blackman that makes me think he should be the Florida State starting quarterback. I don't know. You okay? You haven't watched Florida State in the past couple couple years. Then no, I remember. I mean, he's not the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's not. But Hornybrook came into the offense and he was throwing dimes. He looked yeah, like Daniel Jones for good. the Giants last week. He was week. like fifteen of twenty, like two hundred yards. Yeah, he had a couple nice. Uh, Oh, can't sneeze. Uh, he had a couple of nice run after catches that he, you know, it wasn't all his arm on that, but he looked focused and poised. Like, I, I'm really worried about this dude. Blackman apparently has an MCL sprain, which is uh, probably not ideal, especially how Hornybrook looked. And uh, that's the guy I'm worried about. I, I would have walked into Tallahassee a lot more confident had we been going against Jane Blackman, but. Hornybrook's a baller, dude. Like I, I, uh, I'm actually legit concerned that he's gonna. Slice well, I think Blackman actually was having a pretty good year this year. He's he's struggled in years past, but he was actually having a pretty good year. Their problem. Everything their I've defense, seen so. from Florida State fans is like good riddance. I never want to see Blackman play a snap of Florida State again. Well, he's literally been there for the worst like stretch of Florida State football in their history. Hey, you're a QB. Elevate your team, man. That's what I'm saying. So that that's my only worry. I think their uh, defense is their problem right now, which is unusual to say from a Florida State team. They're giving up thirty four points a game, and they mm-hmm. played like U L Monroe, and mm-hmm. um, it's not like they've played the best teams in the world to mm-hmm. get to two and two here. Almost lost to Louisville, who uh, to 
their credit looks worlds better this year, which will <laughs> coaching change is yeah. a big deal on that. Yeah, but obviously. uh, yeah. Um, my big thing too is that second road test for these QBs. I, I've gotten the run now as a second road test for McKay, but uh, dude, that environment. Look, I, I did I'd you rate, watch any of the Louisville game though? I did. Well, so I watched uh, the condensed version that ACC Network puts out and. Yeah. Uh, the Florida State, I mean, the Florida State crowd was loud. I don't think they're West Virginia loud at all. Well, I, I, there was a lot of empty seats in the second half of that game, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Understood. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that it, it it's a road test that I, uh, I'm i very concerned about the, the offensive play calling and, and the QBs going in there. And it, all I can do is, is pray that we've learned from mistakes in West Virginia. Yeah, I hope so, too, man. I think that we've just got to come out and actually play a solid – First half, and like I like to first, just we like need to, to win the first a, like, quarter. Yeah, I like to just get a lead. Like yeah, let's just let's go let's just go ten nothing on them. And let's just see what happens from there. Yeah, I think the you know one of the one of the Twitter responses uh, again was that one of the challenges is why can we never have a stellar first quarter? And that's been something that has completely this agree. Completely, I mean, West Western Carolina, West Virginia, mm-hmm. Ball mm-hmm. State. I mean, that's three games in a row where we've looked really pedestrian in the first quarter. Yeah, like why played are these... great in the second quarter, but that's literally been the only quarter of football that we've been playing like the last. Why are their scripted plays better than our scripted plays? Um, I don't understand. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but then they also have, you know, they have probably the best, uh, maybe not the best, but they probably have the second best running back in the in the conference this year, and and Cam Akers. Cam Akers is a beast. He is a he is that. And their offensive line's much improved since last year, it looks like. Yeah, going into the season, they, they that was everyone's concern about them. It was like, well, they have Cam Akers, but their offensive line is absolute garbage. Yeah. They, they actually look really good. Cam I think Akers, that was all all injury last year. Yeah, it was. Uh, Cam Akers, uh, <laughs> I worry about his ass getting to the edge on this defense. If he can get to the edge and we're not making adjustments like we haven't done the past two weeks, he's going to torch the shit well, out of us. It's the, I mean, it's, we're still struggling to get the, the the defensive line is still struggling in times, specifically on the ends, to hold their blockers. Yeah. And so they're, they're, the tackles are getting out and chipping the outside yep. linebackers mm-hmm. who are coming in to try to play contain. And it's just we've got to do better. And hopefully James Williams being back will help occupy some blockers running that three – Three three five. GS done. Um, and and that'll hopefully take a little bit of pressure off the outside and and hope hopefully sure up that containment. Um, yeah, I mean overall, I think that we're what a six point dog in this game. Yeah, I think it opened at six and a half. We maybe what six now. Yeah, I think that's right. That's right. Six six now. Um, we did have one good comment on Twitter about the prediction of a game, and then we can kind of get into ours. Um, well, actually, it's twofold. First of all, it says we lose a quarterback before the 2020 season. Let's hold off on that. Let's hold off on that. Let's see how let's see how Saturday goes. Out. No, let's literally talk about it after I read the rest of it. Oh, okay. I don't think McKay makes it past the first half in Tallahassee. FSU Ooh. has a 28-14 lead at the half. Hockman dominates, brings us back to win 34-31, and this game propels the rest of the season. I love that. God, I love that ending. Um, that was at Austin underscore Brinkley. Um, Austin, write all the scripts for football games. Dude. You're, you're killing it. I want to watch every game that you script if that's the case. Yeah, the other the other point there was that uh, a lot of speculation now with Leary. Um, his dad uh, put out a uh, 
interesting tweet the other day that's since been deleted that kind of I hate dad tweets but interesting about whether or not he'll be returning God, that reminds um, or me at of- least it doesn't I mean it was kind of vague but it also kind of led to a lot of speculation about what what's going to happen dad but he's also going to have like if he stays next year there's literally going to be five scholarship quarterbacks with Ty Evans and uh, Little Finley coming in next Little year. Finn. Little Finn's what I call um, so, so it'll be interesting. Dad tweets just remind me of like uh, Tyler Lewis's dad just running wild on Twitter. That guy, he's big in the AU circuit yeah. and all that fun stuff, but that guy, is a, that, he's the ultimate Twitter dad. Yeah, but, he created um, LeVar Ball. Yeah, he 100% did. That's a great point. Wow. That was good. That was good. You didn't even yeah. have that loaded. That was really good. Um so, anything on the forums from Florida State that we need to touch on, or can we just pass um, on? I tried to find stuff. That most of our stuff was locked. The only thing I could find was that they think that um, NC State fans are the rudest of the ACC fans, which huh. I, thought was, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's their home. Uh, when they come to our games, they think we're really rude. So I was like, I've never heard that before. Yeah, definitely never heard that. Uh, should we get into the alumni? How about the? Do you want to do alumni before we do a prediction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Alumni, real quick. Shoot. Everyone's favorite segment. Second favorite. Favorite six-pack. So, <laughs> Florida State alumni. Jennifer Lopez. No shit. The Weather Channel meteorologist. You're such an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. She is a meteorologist on the Weather Channel. Um, Burt Reynolds. Everyone knows that. Yeah. That's probably their first or second most famous one. Uh, Lee Corso. Wow. Interesting. Noted Florida State. You knew that, right? I did not. Yeah, he's a Florida State guy. Uh, Jim Morrison. Jim noted Morrison. singer of the Doors. Yeah, yeah. I Very guess. dead. Yeah. But went to Florida State. Who knew? I thought that they were a girl's school for the longest time. I didn't know that they had been all... Uh, like for Lee Corso, for example, I wouldn't have thought that he would have been... I don't know. It was a girl's school for a while. Really? Yeah. So like a Meredith. Yeah. I guess... Jen Sturger. Who is that? She's a sports reporter. So second half, you you were talking about Lana earlier. The other girl in the famous Florida State Cowgirls Cowgirls was Jen Sturger. Jen Sturger ended up being kind of on some sports reporting, but also got sent uh, some very obscene pics by Brett Favre. (laughs) Who's also, that's the second mention of the game. Second Favre mention. Drink for Favre mentions. Uh, You only drink twice, but... Yeah, uh, Jen Sturger, yeah, and then uh, Brian Kelly. Oh, yeah? Huh. The Florida Georgia Line singer. <laughs> God, you're an idiot. You're such an idiot. Yeah, the Florida Georgia Line singer went to uh, went to Florida State. That is actually Kent's favorite band. He uh, has a Florida Georgia Line t-shirt on right now, and he says he'll ride with them to the day they die. So, yeah. shouts to... FGL. Shouts to FGL. Uh, all right, so what what is your prediction for the game? All right, the pack can come out on top. My official prediction. I hope that's a drum roll. 30 to 24. Who's winning? Knowles. Do you think so? Oh, 24 points. That's about what we'll get. I'm going to... I'm gonna think that 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 we don't. You truly allow. hate to see it, but <laughs> it's gonna be a road L. Shouts to truly. I, um, oh, I, I, pre- I predicted this one to be an L before the season, and 
I actually think that Florida State has been a little bit better than I don't know that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be a homer and I'm gonna say that the pack wins 27-24. You're dead wrong and you're actually truly wrong. Just crack. I hope a, you're. I hope you're wrong. Just track me truly with a hint of black cherry. By the way, thanks for all those twelve packs you guys sent us at truly. Um. All right. So we're last, taking the L, though. I hate to say it. But. Last piece of the show. Six pack. Oh yeah. Uh huh. This is everyone's favorite segment. The ones that rotted out to the hour point of this podcast. Those are the real ones, and I can count you guys on like two hands. But we appreciate you. Appreciate you staying with us. This is a six-pack, and uh, we always do this based on the teams that we're facing the upcoming week. So we couldn't really get into the Native American slash Indian-related things because that's a little racist for this podcast. So we decided to do Florida-related things. So Florida's a great state. Probably not, but uh, Kent, what you got for your first item on the menu? Um, so one day, <laughs> one one trip that we took as a family, we went down to Fort Lauderdale. Heard of it? There. Yeah, we've never did, been there. Heard of it though? We did a Fort Lauderdale, Miami kind of like bounce back and forth, and uh, we were on the beach at I think we were at South Beach in Miami, and uh, we were we were at a like a little cabana. Know, Y'all had, like renting out a cabana. It was like South a beach. cool little spot where you, where a lot of folks were like a lot of bars and stuff like that. And uh, we run into Scotty Pippen, who used to play for the Bulls, right? Yeah, um, um, he played with Jordan. Yeah, he played with Michael Jordan. He, he played with uh, B.J. Armstrong at some point. Yeah, and uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Rodman was on those yeah. teams. Tony oh Kugich. yeah, the Bulls. They won yeah. uh, like a couple titles. Anyway, go ahead. Well, anyways, um, my brother-in-law Ian and my son Parker saw him and were like, "Well, I mean, it's." I mean, it's Scottie Pippen. I'm going to go ask him for a picture. And uh, Scottie Pippen gave him the no and somewhat rude, which is unusual considering a lot of times you literally have a, a, a two-year-old. Like, nobody really says no to a two-year-old on getting a picture. But it was karma because, according to my brother-in-law, who, because um, about two weeks later we found out that Future was with Scottie Pippen's wife. And so should have just taken a picture. <clears throat> yeah, we are now in officially an anti-Pippin podcast. Even with you, when you went to the Trailblazers, Scotty, you fucking sucked. <laughs> you should have just retired and take pictures with people, especially when there's a two-year-old, one of the cutest kids on the entire planet. Take a freaking picture with them. Good story, kid. Yeah, on to me. I'm yeah, gonna what go do you and, got? I'm going on with uh, one of Florida's best musical acts. Florida Line. No, I got one better. Marinate on that though. Sound of has in love. Yeah. They thought I left my T Pain is from Florida. Is he really? Yeah. I, I thought I was Flow Rider the whole time. No, 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 no. Flow Rider can't auto tune like that. That is definitely T Pain. And actually T Pain can really sing, so I don't know why he auto tunes, but uh <laughs> T Pain. Tally, he has a Tallahassee love song, which is very relatable to the team that we're playing this week. So I had to throw that in there. Um, also known for I'm in Love with a Stripper, one of the greatest rap songs of all time. So, is T-Pain actually a rapper? Yeah, he's a 100% rapper. He's not an R&B, he's a rapper. Hmm. So shouts to T-Pain, Florida Bound. What you got, man? Number two. Um, the Keys. The overall keys. The black keys? No, like the Florida keys. Oh, Florida keys. Never been. From Key Largo to Key West, there's like 
there's some really cool stuff. Like this is when I should have dropped the, standpoint. The, the Beach Boys Key Largo bit. Yeah, Key Largo, um, Tantigo. Go you should you should go to Key West, man. That Duval Street's pretty dope. It's on my. I hate when people say bucket list, but I'm gonna throw that cliched shit in there now. But it's on my bucket list. I, I've got to get there. It's definitely next. a cool spot to stay, man. Travel up and down. A lot of fun. What do you got next? Um, my greatest Florida memory ever is 2002, Phillip Rivers, Notre Dame, Gator Bowl. Your boy was there, Jacksonville, Florida, the cesspool of all Florida, which there are so many cesspools in Florida. Uh, Kent was there too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. That was That's a good game. That was fun. A lot of fun. We won. We beat Notre yeah. Dame. That was uh, that should have propelled us into not fifteen years, well, twenty years of mediocrity afterwards. No, yeah, no, we're still in you that mediocrity. You would have thought that we're still swimming in, and we still have a podcast yeah. on it. <laughs> you would have thought that that may have been the uh, the start of something special, but it was not. Very special season. Shouts to Phil and Chuck, and um, I actually met. No, he wasn't on the team then. Met John McCargo today, uh, who played with Mario. Yeah, that, very cool. he may have been on that team, though. I mean, he, he may have may, been like a freshman. Or he may have been a freshman, but a uh, very cool he was guy. Mario's, and Mario, I know, was on that team, but not. I think he was on it. Yeah, Maybe research was, free. Correct yeah, us if McCargo and Williams were on there. Um, Kent, what's your last one, buddy? This Florida. is a tough one because I had two different things that I was really wanting to go with, but I'm going to go with. Um, Gosh, I hate to throw this out there, but I'm going to go with the... Miami Heat. No, I'm going to go with the uh, WWE Performance Center. Where <laughs> what is that? It's in Orlando, and that's where NXT is filmed, which is <laughs> the greatest wrestling show on television. NXT is the greatest wrestling on television. Um, uh, approximately two people that are outside of this podcast listen to and watch that, so I appreciate that Ob- oddly specific reference. Yeah, it was awesome. John McCargo was a uh, freshman in 2003. Ah, he so just he missed it. He would not have been on that team. He just missed it. Good Googling. Yeah. Uh, my last one is another musical ode to uh, the best band from Florida ever that isn't Florida Georgia Line, Kent's favorite. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Man, Creed used to fuck. (laughs) You're an idiot. Man, I really miss Creed. Scott Stapp did have that good Miami Marlins song, or back when they were the Florida Marlins, but um, not producing music anymore, surprisingly, because their music was shit. So, that's about it for this week. Uh, You're tired of hearing my voice? I'm probably tired of hearing your voice, Kent. So, should we get out of here and... Play some more Creed on the way out? Yeah, stay hungry, y'all. We out this biatch. Good night now. Marinate on that, though. Tallahassee in love. Yeah. They thought I left my... Shake it, shake it, baby. Shake it, shake it. Mama. <laughs> shake it, shake it, daddy. Oh, it's Tallahassee. Oh, Adam Bell, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Someone is dreaming, someone is dreaming. dreaming. I don't run, I'm love, I'm mucking in alcohol. Am I got it? Do I have a wreck? Yeah. Let's do this.
Cut that thing off. All right. Good night, y'all. It's about 11.37 on the island. We love you. See you.